0: Will you pray with me? Oh God, the flower, uh, the grass withers and the flowers fade, but your word, oh God, is eternal. Uh, Speak to us, to our minds and our hearts, to all of us, and remind us of your gospel good news. In your name we pray. Amen. So I shared a story uh, a few weeks ago about a guy named Rolf uh, Jacobson. You'll remember that he was in senior high, and one Sunday he was uh, informed that he had a rare form of cancer, and then on Wednesday they had to amputate a leg, a 10th grader up in Minnesota. He's a pastor now and a a, a great writer and a great speaker. And Rolf talks about when he was in the 10th grade there and that very week, just a couple of days after he lost his leg due to this cancer um, out of the blue, his high school German teacher came to see him. His high school German teacher. His name is Haraki. Haraki. Now, up in Minnesota, I guess a lot of them took German, right? Uh, and so Rolf and all three of his siblings took German from this incredibly popular high school teacher. Not only did they take German from him, but every year he would take his German uh, students who took the uh, course to Germany for their, uh, when they became seniors for their senior trip. Hiraki, his German teacher was the very first person that wasn't a part of his family to visit Rolf, this 10th grader. He wasn't quite sure what to bring, so his wife suggested that he buy a Gore-Tex wallet. Y'all remember those? If you're around my age, you'll remember they got real popular in the 80s. And, um, they 're virtually indestructible wallets. they last about a thousand years, and there's real tight velcro on them. you know it makes a loud noise uh, and uh, but these were wallets that got real popular in the day and Haraki really wanted to encourage um, Roth, and so he put a German mark again, this is 1980, but it put a German mark, a bill where The bills go in your billfold. He also wrote little inspirational quotes and would put them in this Gore-Tex wallet. Uh, He said, Now, Rolf, when you come with us to Germany, this is where the hotel key is going to go. And little bitty quotes um, all over the place. Well, uh, Rolf did take German. And uh, when he was a senior there, the senior class rallied around him, and even though uh, uh, he uh, needed a wheelchair to uh, get around, that didn't bother them at all. You are going to Germany with us, Rolf. And he remembers somewhere over the Atlantic in the dark cabin, all of his classmates were sleeping except him, and Haraki got up and walked by Rolf's aisle, and Rolf pulled out his Gore-Tex wallet and said, you remember giving this to me two years ago? Jesus says, it is the Father's... Do not be anxious. It is the Father's good pleasure, little flock, to give you uh, the kingdom, right? And... There's something about that wallet made me think about Jesus's sayings, little short sayings. Now, remember, Jesus is is going on to Jerusalem. He is a, uh, really a few within a few days of being crucified, and he's being interrupted on his journey intermittently by people, and it gives him a chance to teach these disciples. And he says uh, there are really three different. Sayings, if you have your Bible and oh gosh, if you have one uh, uh, go to it, but there are really three different things he says, and I want to share that with you before um, first, he says this, do not be afraid, little flock, for it is your father's good ple- pleasure to give you the kingdom sell your possessions and give alms it 's your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom so sell your possessions give alms. Now, what is the kingdom? We don't have kings and queens, at least in North America. We Americans don't have that, but it's still a very, very rich, rich metaphor. Do we even know what the kingdom looks like when we see, when we see it? And I'm sure that you've, you've seen it. You see, the kingdom, uh, Jesus is making these kingdom moves, and the kingdom that's, these are times and places where God gets busy and shows up. Anywhere where that's happening, then that's that's the kingdom. That's that's Jesus' logic, right? So, what is the kingdom? Here's the kingdom. You have been given eternal life. The kingdom. You're. Sins are forgiven. You're reconciled with God and your neighbor. You have been made holy and sanctified. Therefore, do not be afraid to love others, to serve others. You are free. You're free to quit worrying and having anxieties about trying to appease or please God. God already loves you. You're worried. You you, you can quit worrying about making God mad. God's grace cannot be undone. So live, really live, because it is the Father's good pleasure, dear flock, little flock, to give you the kingdom. Because you have been given the entire kingdom of God, Jesus says, sell your possessions and give alms. Now, what is alms? Alms. Now, alms is a little, little different. It's, uh, he's, not, um, he's not necessarily asking for tithes or offerings. Alms are, are gifts that we give to those who are less fortunate than us. Uh, it's, it's, In Jesus' day and in our day, alms are, are, are ways that you insert your life, whether that means your Gore-Tex billfold or your time or your efforts or your prayers, and you get involved with someone who may not be, uh, look like you or maybe not be as well off as you, that is, is giving alms, right? You're free to love your neighbor even if your neighbor is struggling, even if your neighbor is desperate because God's got enough because the kingdom and the power and the glory are yours and ours Forever. So that's the first kingdom move. We can be generous. The second kingdom move is this. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Now, for most of my life, I think I've misunderstood this second bit of kingdom logic. Uh, Maybe I've just flat out gotten it wrong. I probably preached a bad sermon or two. I preached a lot of bad sermons. But I probably preached a bad one right here. Because... A lot of my sermons a lot of sermons I hear kind of go like this um hey, God loves you. um God really loves you, and so how about giving some of your treasure to the church maybe uh and while you're at it maybe the uh maybe the building fund, you know, let's reduce the debt you know that kind of thing in other words since god has 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 loved you uh therefore um you can give you can you can give to the church or or you can uh you can give your treasure um, if our hearts are with jesus the 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 sermon goes uh let's be generous and you know that's not a really a bad sermon right that's really a good sermon, and there are lots of places in the Bible that that might be a good sermon to to with but but wait, but wait, Jesus didn't say where your heart is, your treasure will follow. It sa- Jesus says, where your treasure is, your heart will follow. That's different. That's different. Your treasure leads, your heart follows. Whatever I give my time to and attention to and money to, that's what I begin to fall in love with. Have you ever bought a, pro- uh, a new product? Like, I don't know, um used to be Nike, there's this new shoe that everybody's getting. It's called Rook or Hook or what is that thing called? Y'all know what I'm talking about? Okay, I'm completely clueless. It doesn't matter. Have you ever walked out of a store and bought a pretty shoe or a nice dress or some clothes or something, and then you walk out, you notice that you notice it everywhere you go? Have you ever noticed that? It's like your brain picks up own things. Like if you bought those Birkenstocks, then you see Birkenstocks or Nikes or boots. Look, nine years ago, and I'm still driving. It's still driving good. It really Dodge Dart. I was 2013, baby, February 2013, driving around in my Dodge Dart. It had the -the state-of-the-art technology right there, and uh, I could talk on the phone. I could do the little... uh, Deal. I don't even know what you call it, but you know what I'm talking about. I could do all kinds of hands-free stuff. It was really good. And then uh, one day I was at a stoplight, and I swear there were like nine Dodge Darts, you know, in every direction. I said, Jen, did, I, did everybody's getting Dodge Darts, you know. Jen may not remember this. She looked at me, and she smiled. She said, well, you know, um, you know maybe, uh, maybe it's just because you bought one. You're starting to notice it everywhere. I mean, that's a strong psychological pull. I've got a Taylor guitar. And my goodness, when I'm playing guitar with people, I, you know, I notice what, and I will, I will see those tailors. If I, if I see somebody on TV, I will always notice the brand. I've got a really good Yon-X tennis racket. When I go out and play league tennis, I notice everybody who's swinging a Yon-X tennis racket. Why? Because where your treasure is, your focus, and your heart will follow. And this is good news. This is great news, and I'll tell you why. Because you can direct your treasure to places where you want your heart to follow. You've got some agency in this. We all do. If you, if you want to care more, you want to expand your compassion for... Um, children, or the poor, the disadvantaged, or, or, or some great cause, give your time and money to that and see your love and your heart increase. Now, I've been a United Methodist all my life. I've been a, a United Methodist preacher for about 25 years, and just about every church I've served, including this one, there's always been a passionate um, and ultra-focused on the well-being of children. Not just my children. But what children? All children. Every church I've gone to. Before I even got there. There was something going on. And some connection. I know that uh, the, the children's home. The Methodist children's home here. St. Luke's has had a big connection there. And of all kinds of uh, connections. Right? Um, at, in Madison, when I was there at Parkway Hills, I was going to Sombra. Uh, I guess that's in Ridgeland, isn't it? Sombra. So I'm there in Sombra, and I'm walking in, and I have a table for four, please. And a woman looked at me, and a young young lady, you're you're that preacher, aren't you? And I thought, oh, here we go again. You know, somebody, it's, you know, when you're a preacher, you feel like you have a bullseye. Grady can tell you, you feel like a bullseye and they can sniff you out, right? It's like, oh, okay, what's up? She said, you were part of that group that helped build my home at the Methodist Children's Home. And there she was, I had a, had a just was the was the first person you meet at Sombra when you came in, and I thought, "Oh, my heart just melted," you know. And 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 when you focus on children, and when you spend time and money on all children, not just your children, you start to notice more children. I even Thursday night coming in and seeing these kids. Where do you go? McWillie. I go to Green. All these different schools. And I think to myself, oh God, can St. Luke's be a blessing to children? Can we continue to grow and, and let that be who we are? Because Jesus said, where your treasure is, there your heart will follow. And you can influence things to some degree to where you want to be. No doubt about it. Last thing. The middle saying. Jesus says, uh, make purses for yourself that do not wear out. Make wallets for yourself that do not wear out. The gift of the Magi. You remember that story? Sometimes people share it at Christmas. It's a, O. Henry wrote it. It's a, it's, a, it's a beautiful short story. And it's about a, a, a poor couple. Don't have a whole lot. And they don't have enough to get one another gifts. And you probably know how the story goes. The the husband has a beautiful watch. It's the only thing he has that's really worth anything in his possession. But he has no chain. And his wife said, I'm going to get my husband an awesome chain for Christmas. His wife had beautiful, long, flowing hair. But at the time of the day, she, had not, she didn't have the, the barrettes and the, and the jewelry that, that she could do what she needed to do with her hair. And the husband said, I'm going to get my wife the most beautiful barrette. And so, the husband sells his expensive watch so he can get his wife an awesome barrette that she can put in her beautiful hair. And the wife cuts all of her hair off so that she could find the money to get her husband a beautiful platinum chain. And on Christmas Eve, they exchange gifts. Husband gets a chain, but no watch. The wife gets beautiful barrettes, but no hair. And you know what? It was the best Christmas they ever had. It's not about the barrette. It's not about the chain. It's not about... Any of that. It's about realizing that the kingdom, the treasures of the kingdom are things that nobody can steal and they can't rot. And tires don't ever go out. Because the real kingdom is knowing that you are loved and included in God's great kingdom. And there's nothing anybody can do to take that away from you. And if you've got that, you've got everything you need. And everything in the world, if you don't have that, is nothing. So God says, do not fear and do not be anxious. For it is your father's good pleasure, little flock. To give you all, all, all of the kingdom. The kingdom is about after the pandemic being there for each other. In mind, body, and soul. And being a part of the body of Christ as best you can. The kingdom is breaking off a piece of bread and saying the body of Christ broken for you. The blood of Christ shed for you. The kingdom is knowing that God loves you and me. And like the old lady said at my first appointment... And she engraved it on my little envelope, uh, little holder, before we went off to Alaska. She couldn't believe we were moving to Alaska. She said, you leaving? Why are you going to Alaska? I said, well, we want to go to Alaska. She said, are you taking your kids to Alaska? Um, But she didn't understand that. But she did put engrave on on, on the envelope, God loves you, and there's nothing you can do about it. For the kingdom and the power and the glory are yours forever. Don't be anxious, little flock. God's got your back, right? That wallet, Roth was given. It still looks good today, but probably in about 1,000, 1,500 years, it'll probably you know that Gore Tex will probably rot or whatever. But not the stuff that that German teacher put in his wallet. That will never wear out because that's eternal. Kind of like the love of a father who gave his only begotten son that we might have the kingdom. So don't worry, little flock. God's got your back. Let us pray. Almighty God, thank you for making it your good pleasure to give us your kingdom. As we break bread at your table, be with us. Remind us that we need not be anxious. You already love us. Amen. A couple of things. Um, as you turn to page 12 in your hymn book, um, and before I give the invitation, um, we are going to sing uh, the great thanksgiving.